This is The Furnace with John Burton. All right, it is time to deal with something that, man, should have been dealt with a long time ago. There is this belief system, this this movement, this stream, this idea, this philosophy that is just flat out jacked up and we've got to uh, we've got to deal with it today and a lot of people are buying into this uh, what it is is this idea that that any negative attributes of God are inaccurate wrongly discerned wrongly, wrongly defined and the idea that God only exhibits the sweet happy positive stuff. Uh, you know, you hear it where people will say, well, God's in a good mood all the time. Nonsense. You'll hear people where they will say that, um, um, you know, he doesn't get angry. Nonsense. They'll hear that he it, there, that there's no wrath. Nonsense. You know, people say that, that he took all wrath and all anger and all that stuff on the cross. Listen, not true. This is wrong. It is absolutely, absolutely wrong. And why this is so critical is because it com- it just completely redefines God's character and who he is. The Bible is radically clear, everybody, that his wrath remains on the lost. In fact, When's the last time you heard someone use that when evangelizing? You know, there's no good news unless there's bad news. And so, but today people, they've got this, this goofy, you know, quote unquote, daddy God thing going on. And it's, it's this, this uber, like, uh, familiar, uh, cozy, you know, hop on daddy's lap kind of thing going on. And is there a place for that? Yeah, there is. Of course there is. But it is not the comprehensive experience that God has for us. You know, people can't, they they can't navigate the idea that God both is loving and he is harsh or severe. They can't handle that. Because they try to understand God with their finite brains. We have finite human brains. Really limited. Super limited. I mean, heck, if there's people in Mensa who have these crazy IQs that outside of God, they're just smarter than me, smarter than you. They can understand things that we can't. You start comparing human minds to God and we're trying to figure him out and we're trying to, to uh, 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 understand love and we're trying to understand the way a father should act and all that kind of stuff based on our human understanding of human fathers, for example. And, and it's, it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. And people have bought into this and they are following a wrongly defined, radically radically wrongly defined image of God. You know, people will say, I hear this all the time, that we aren't supposed to really fear God, but it actually just means reverence. Nonsense! Wrong! 
Does that, does, does the word fear, when talking about fear of the Lord, does it translate, translate reverence? Sometimes it does. Does it translate terror sometimes? It absolutely does. It does. You cannot get away from it. You know, and there are, I just blew my mind. It blew my mind uh, on somebody else's post, uh, on, on their Facebook rather. There was a post uh, uh, with a famous part of Jonathan Edwards' sermon, uh, um, Sinners in the Hands of an Angry God. And the question was, is this, is this really God? And it's talking about how God is vengeful and his wrath is 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 real and that he's hanging us over the pits of hell and is that god is that an appropriate sermon and it just blew my, blew my mind this is Jonathan Edwards the great awakening was launched oh my god and people are saying i mean people are saying that it's heresy that it's vile that it's disgusting why is that because pastors have failed miserably. Teachers have failed miserably by misrepresenting God. I'm doing all this stuff that, that I started this out with saying, no, 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 no. Any, any negative stuff, that's not God. That's a misrepresentation. That, that's not God. That, that's wrong. You've wrong you know, uh, understanding of who God is. And they get into this greater revelation thing. Well, the, you know, you have a greater revelation and you're going to have an understanding of the of how God is always in a good mood. It's the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. Right? That God is, that anything negative is not God. That God is never angry. That God, uh, it's, it, it's, it's, it's another religion, everybody. This is not the God of the Bible. It's foolishness. Absolute, absolute foolishness without question. You know, people will say that, that and some people will say that perfect love casts out all fear, including the fear of the Lord. They say, I've heard it many, 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 many times. Because they can't relate to a God that would cause them to tremble in fear. They can't relate to that to them. That's not the God that they've signed up for. They'll say that God doesn't cast people into hell, that he would never do such a thing, and that people just make a decision to go to hell. Of course, we can, we can make a decision to follow Jesus or not, but at the end of the day, God is doing the separation. He's doing it. He's saying, you are a sheep, you are a goat. I'm separating you, physically moving you over to that other side, and then physically casting them into hell. He does it. He's not just saying, oh, I'm disappointed in you. Um, I wish things could have worked out better. Um, and by your own decision, you've kind of gone to hell. So I'm just done with you, and I'm going to let you wander around. And who in their right mind would step into hell unless he was cast into hell? God makes that decision that if you don't follow Jesus and surrender, then you are cast into hell. And people are saying today that no, God doesn't do that. Where is the, where is this, man, we're, we're, we're teetering on some seriously, seriously heretical ideas. 
redefining God. So now we have a generation of people who can't hack the idea that God does that, that God actually killed people in Scripture. They can't deal with that. And they try to invent all of these explanations and all, they, you know, they're, they're making all of these crazy assumptions on, listen, you don't get to decide who God is. You don't get to decide how he acts. You don't, you don't get to. You don't get to decide. He's God. You're not. I'm not. He's God. And if you don't want to follow, listen close. If you don't want to follow God, if it's true that he is terrifying at times, you don't want to follow God if it's true that he is to be feared. You don't want to follow him if it's true that he actually casts people into hell. You don't want to follow him if it's true that he actually kills people. You don't, you don't want to do that. You don't want, you don't want to follow him if, if it's true that he's angry sometimes. You don't want to follow, you don't want to follow him if it's true that he is vengeful. That, you, don't, you don't want to follow him if it's true that he is wrathful. That he judges. Then don't follow him. Don't do it. Hit the road. But quit pretending to be some religious zealot if you're not following God the way that He has called you to follow Him. And it's not a greater revelation that, that, that we need that would somehow result in the eradication of these attributes of God that cannot be denied scripturally. And so I'm just, my mind is just, you know, I, I say it's blown and I don't guess it's blown in terms of I'm surprised, honestly, because I've just seen it for years and years and years and years and years. And people, listen, people that are lovers of God and they worship and they dance and they pray and do all, the, all these things, but they cannot hack him in the negative light. And it's, it's a new agey kind of a thing. And it's wrong, I'm telling you. There's a lot of people that are just radically deceived because of this. Intensely deceived because of this. And it's a big deal. It's a big problem. And so I need to, I mean, I need to be in this place where for me, that I'm in the word, that I read it and I believe it, that it's it's true, exactly God, God is exactly as the Word defines Him. I can't redefine Him. How arrogant would that be? And this whole, this whole Daddy God thing, I, I get it. People want to have this intimate connection with God. And man, I teach on this all the time. Intimacy with God is off the charts. It's amazing. But it's not always, sometimes, but it's not always just this 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 daddy god kind of thing you know just this this let me just be real cozy with you kind of thing that's that's just not and so what do you think about this i would love to hear your input your thoughts your ideas 
what do you what do you think about this? I mean, are you hearing this kind of stuff? Are you seeing this kind of stuff? Have you been seduced by this kind of stuff? Um, where are you at in all of this? Do you get troubled and disturbed by the idea that God has quote unquote negative attributes? You know, his love and his ferocity are not mutually exclusive. His love and his wrath are not mutually exclusive. You don't have to choose one or the other. It's both. The fact, the fact that he gives us abundant life and the fact that he actually kills, not mutually exclusive. It's just not. You don't have to choose one or the other. It's both. So, I yeah, I would love to hear what you have to say about this. What do you think about this? Because this is a this is a belief system that's doing serious serious damage. And it has it has to be resolved. So, let me know what you think. Contact me on my website, Burton.tv. Leave a comment on Facebook if that's where you're listening to this. But uh, yeah, I'd love to hear what you have to say. All right, talk to you next time. Thank you for listening to The Furnace with John Burton. You can access media, read articles, and partner with the ministry online at Burton.tv. And by all means, share this podcast with those who are hungry for revival, reformation, and revolution.